things have been interesting in my life. I've, yeah. been, I've been trying to do a bunch of different stuff just to kind of see what goes and like what works. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things is, you know, starting a new, uh, new podcast. Yeah, guys, check it out. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the, uh, debate bros. The bros debate. The bros debate. Yeah. I had listened and I forgot, but uh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's totally fine. It's a really good time with me and my brother. Yeah. Um, I love your episode. I love those episodes. Have you, have you listened to all not three? The newest, we, not we the newest one yet. Three out right now. Not the newest one. As of this recording. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, just the first two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, fun so, times, fun music. Oh, good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your your, your review. Hello and welcome to Cinemia, where we have, and this podcast has, a cinema deficiency. <laughs> Probably because we don't have enough episodes. Hi, Hi. my name is Michael Knight, and Michael. along with me is J.S. Delisi, as always. What's up, dogs? And uh, we wanted to have some fun today. Sorry, I didn't say in the cold open, if I sound really weird, I'm getting over a cold, but I'm okay. Uh, in case I sound stuffy in recording. I don't know. Uh, and they understand. <laughs> cool. the, humans, the, the humans listening understand. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so we, we did a couple really heavy episodes, and I think next week will, will be a fun one, too. We'll get to yeah, that later. We, we wanted to do a couple fun ones. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's fun. I mean, it looks fun. But, it is fun. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're doing... You'll find out what that means at yes, the end of the episode. absolutely. We are doing... A little teaser. Uh, foreshadowing. I, I think it's Saban or Saban. Sub, yeah, Saban's, Saban's Power, Power Rangers. Saban's Power Rangers. From 2017. From I, this year. From this we're year. We're doing a movie from this year for the first time ever. Yeah, and uh, I don't know what your Power Rangers viewing was when you were younger. Mm. Uh, I know I grew up with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Would, and that was... Oh, go ahead. Was it the original version that you you watched? Or the was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Ones? No, that's the the first one mm-hmm. that for America. Because uh, yeah, for the American version, yeah. Because if you didn't know, they basically they did all the shots with the American kids, but what anything when they were in their suits was already done in Japan, and they just created used that it makes sense for their show, and they dubbed over it. Yeah, so, it's probably way cheaper to have done. Absolutely. And, uh, and yes, I, I just to, for the record, I did watch the heck out of that show. Right, uh, yes. As a child. So. Same. I, and that's the only one I actually watched. I never really got nope, into I Turbo never, or no, or the any time, of those. The one where they travel in time, I think, or Yeah, like Time Force I, I don't know, or, or whatever. Things got weird after that. Yeah. Uh, and I had stopped being the age-appropriate demographic uh, by that point. Yeah, I got a new... Uh, like after that, I got into like Batman the animated series and Spider Man. Yeah. So like after so Power Rangers was done, and then I got another things. But uh, so this is this is like a, a reimagining or a uh, reboot. A, a reboot. I, I would I would say this is a reboot of Mighty Morphin Power. I mean, it's Rangers. clearly because it's it's a you know a coming of age story. Not coming of age. That's not well. It is, but well, that's not yeah. really what I'm trying to say. Uh, what I meant was it's a uh, origin story. Yeah. Oh, it's an origin it's story. It's definitely yeah. an origin story for yeah. uh, this this version of the mm-hmm. Power Rangers. Yes. And I loved the little cameo of the old Power Rangers from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers at the very, at the very beginning. The, at the very, or at the very end. end. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I, all I saw was the lady who played Kimberly, whose name escaped Amy Joe Johnson, and uh, and he played uh, I think the he, Green Ranger. He played Jake, uh, Tommy, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, those were the only two, right? Those were the only two I saw. Yeah. Close up. I think yeah. the other ones. Well, one of them was un- unfortunately passed away. Yeah, but, I heard about that. That's yeah, so sad. Uh, but the yeah, the other ones I don't know. Yeah, who knows what's going on with them in their lives? Yeah, or what they're doing now, or what whatever is happening right. in the world. So this one was directed by Dean Israelite, who I didn't really know anything about. Other, than I saw he directed Project Almanac, which I don't remember I don't anything know about. What that is That's some movie. movie? I don't know. I sure. I remember it came out, and I remember seeing it. it looked interesting but i don't think Not it performed great, well mm. but i i just i remember seeing him being like oh that looks like an idea a yeah. good, like an interesting idea but right uh but i couldn't tell you what it's about anymore Fair uh enough. and it has a of course with uh being a power rangers it has a uh, pretty big cast uh which we'll get to in due time 
Yeah. Um, but let's start uh, fairly large. You, cast. I mean, you sort of already did a, sort of a synopsis. It's a, it's a, uh, no, I'll, it's give, I'll, story, give, a, I'll give the, the actual synopsis. Yeah. Go for itself. it. Go for it. Uh, five stranger kids, all sort of misfits in their own way. Um, all are for whatever reason, their own reasons, all at this gold mine in their little podunk town, uh, at the same time of night, uh, when one of the kids blows aside, of the mountain, um, for some reason that I'm not 100 percent sure of. I, I know what it is. Oh, okay, we'll, get to well that. we'll get to that. But he blows the side of the mountain, and they find these stones that have been left there uh, from the Cenozoic era. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that right, uh, but uh, left there for 65 million years, and they discover these tokens uh, or these coins, and then the coins start like giving them superpowers and hanging out with them, uh, and then uh, they. Th- eventually discover uh, a spaceship buried under the ground uh, where they find out that they are Power Rangers. Uh, Mm -hmm. Essentially, they are superheroes in training now. Uh, And then they go through a very long process of figuring out what that means and uh, what exactly to do with that or how to to be superheroes. Uh, And then, uh, of course, there is a a bad guy S um, uh, played by Elizabeth Banks, Rita Repulsa. Uh, who, of course, was in the original uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. For sure remember her. Yeah. Um, I loved a, a couple of the callbacks that I kind of remember. I only vaguely recall the show, so there's a lot of stuff yeah. I may have missed they, in terms of like throwbacks. Uh, but uh, for they, the most part, it was interesting. They pretty much hit everything. And they had Goldar. Goldar was, yeah, Goldar. in this movie, was a, a lot bigger. Yeah, uh, cause he was, in this movie. Well, it, I mean, it, Rita made him bigger, but he he, never, he also he also talked in the original uh, show. I don't so, remember that at all. Yeah, I do. He had a really like he had a really like eighties or night, you know, like early nineties bad guy voice, like <laughs> like you oh, know, like yeah. that, like the creepy laugh and stuff like that. Like yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah, I remember. I liked that they because I remember they they used to make the bad guys out of clay and then send them down to Earth. Mm-hmm. That was her, right, doing that. Yes, making them. Uh, and I loved that sort of throwback where she was making them out of the clay of the Earth. Yes, while she's on Earth. Yeah, the putty. Uh, and I, so I thought that was yeah, or putty or whatever. Yeah, uh, and I thought that was a really really fun little throwback that I remembered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought they did good with the with the throwbacks. We'll just I'll I'll hark on that for a minute here. So, uh, yeah, I mean. I liked that they changed some things, but they had the same characters, kind of like the new, the newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, The Shadows. I love that yeah. they brought Bebop and Rocksteady into it, uh, which is super cool I for me. I haven't watched it yet. It was super way. fun. I, yeah. I know a lot of people well, hated it. I haven't watched it. the reboot at all yet, actually. I know a lot of people hated it, but I just really liked it. It was Meh. fun. It was fun. But, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm one of the few people who liked uh, Turtles in Time, so... <laughs> It's uh, a ter- oh, or not Turtles in Time, but the third one. The third one. No, you, yeah, you got the it. The third original. Was it Turtles in Time? Uh, it, I mean, that's the name of the video game, but I don't yeah, know if right. they actually called it that. I don't remember now. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Turtles 3. Yeah. I like it. So uh, Rita's look and everything, we'll get to mm-hmm. all the. We'll get to all those bullet points because you have notes, right? Is I there do anything else you wanted notes. to touch on? The poster? Um, anything like the that? The only uh, other part of Synopsis that I wanted to touch on before we move to poster yeah. um, is that uh, Rita Repulsa is trying to obtain the life stone gem thing mm-hmm. uh, out of the center of the earth. Yes. Which will uh, kill everyone? Question mark? I actually, I'm not. Uh, that's part of my notes. I don't fully understand what it is she's doing, or why she's doing and it, I think or her motivations at all. I think it's typical take over the world scenario. That's kind of what I, I mean. Yeah, I kind of gathered that, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to destroy the world or take it over. Sure, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, pretty typical, like bad pretty, guy. Pretty normal fair. stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty normal fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the poster, um, it is that one with the uh, the. The Zords uh, mm-hmm. hanging out behind them. They're all sort of like racing towards action. Yeah. Uh, it's a very action-based yeah. uh, poster. So obviously that's what they're trying to do. It's a shame that the movie isn't action-based, but the, the the rest of the poster looks great. It looks super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I like it. I like the poster. It's uh, it, it excited me, you know, the child in me that remembers Money More from Power Rangers yeah. when it was a big thing in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was pretty exciting to kind of see a reboot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was I was I, I like the poster. I think it I think they did a pretty good job. I think it showed promise for me too. Uh, it it got me excited and it just made me want to like. I hope they can do this, at least marginally okay. And I remember saying this to coworkers and. Uh, and people I was helping out when I worked at the uh, video store, that uh, that as long as if it's if it's goofy and over the top, just like the show was, then yeah. I'm going to be happy with it. Yeah. And you know, I so I had I didn't have. Uh, let me explain. I did not have high expectations, but that's because yeah. I had low expectations because I think I would have had fun with it regardless. Sure. They would have to really mess up for me to not like this movie for me because I, well, first of all, I'm already pretty much on a level where I like a lot of things. I find reasons to like a lot of things. So uh, you're you're a very positive person. A positive. That's one of the things I like best about you. Thank you. I'm very positive. I have a lot of positivity. And uh, so if if a movie is bad, uh, it, it has to do Bad, like yeah, Fantastic Four, really try. like the new Fantastic Four. Uh, it's not. It's it not was, even talk about that. Yeah, it was that was bad. horrendous. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so uh, yeah, and uh, so that's the poster. Yeah. So um, you had you had not watched this before, whatever. I so. had not. No. Um. You saw? Did you see this in the theater, mm-hmm. or was it just? Um, yeah, I saw it like opening weekend. Okay. Or like the, yeah. or like the week after it came out. Uh, it did not make its budget back. Um, okay. Sad to say, because it uh, the budget was about a hundred mil. And it made about 40, 45 uh, its a, first weekend. That's pretty is, much a flop. Which is not good. And grand total, it made about 85. So okay. really, uh, yeah. they're not making another one. Let no. me just put it that it, way. <laughs> oh, yeah. If it, didn't, if it didn't make its budget back, yeah. there's, there's no, no way. Which is a, a little sad because it was pretty open-ended at the end. So uh, uh, It was pretty open-ended. Um, and also, had they... There's so many things I want to say right now. Uh, but that's part of my notes. Actually. Okay, let's go into the notes. Yeah, let's go into the notes. Um, so yeah, the movie starts out with the, uh, the Cenozoic era, um, and my first thought was, I, I have no idea when that is. Uh, no, me um, neither. But the, uh, maybe there was dinosaurs, which makes sense why the, the Zords are dinosaurs now, because mm-hmm. they were formed, he, the, the robot Bill Hader says that. Yeah. Uh, Alpha, I think. Alpha 5. Alpha 5, um, says that. I don't remember him. Was he in the show? Yes. Or is he new? No, he was in the show. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I don't remember him at all. Obviously, he, I remember Wall Guy. Zordon. Zordon. Wallface. Yes, there's Zordon again. Although he, I don't think he had the storyline that in that in the show that he does in this movie. I feel like they gave him a little bit more of an explanation. I think so. I I can't remember what the specifics were for the show. Yeah, but I think what they did with this movie made sense. I think so. so. Yeah, within the confines of this movie, yeah. it does make sense. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad they they gave that background. It made it made it a little bit more. Uh, Able to swallow. Yeah, and you know what you what were mean? saying is that yeah, Elf Five said that the uh, the Zords were crafted from the most powerful creatures on the planet, yeah. and at the time would have been dinosaurs. Although uh, I'm not a paleontologist or anything like that, but I don't know if all of those dinosaurs were around the same time. They were not. I didn't um, think so. They were not at all. But yeah. then, you know what? Whatever. We're gonna just let it happen yeah. because you, when you're a kid, you're like dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. You know, it, doesn't yeah, exactly. it just doesn't matter. Yeah, you could t- totally have a woolly mammoth and a tyrannosaurus and yeah. a pterodactyl and a and a uh, triceratops yeah. and a saber tooth tiger. Yeah, all at the same time. Definitely. Pretty sure that wait, wasn't wait. a thing, but I, I don't know. I'm not a paleontologist, so if it was a thing. Hey, good for them. They did good a good for job them for doing research. Doubtful though. They went to a library. Yeah, I I, I feel. Pretty confident that's But I think true. they went with the most uh, uh, popular dinosaurs, especially back in the day. I think so. Like, think those so. are the ones yeah, that... you can't really do, like, a stegosaurus as cool as they are. They, they're they not... They're not fighters. aggressive. Yeah, they're... Yeah, they're, they weren't... They're defensive, yeah, so. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yep. So, uh, they went with the most cool uh, yeah. dinosaurs and creatures from yeah. that time, so definitely... Um, so I was like, uh, I got pretty excited when I saw they were alien rangers because obviously I was like, did they go back in time? Is this like the end of the movie and we're seeing what happened? But I was really more excited that there were alien rangers and that you get to see that it's actually just sort of a generational thing where where the the the, the rangers are, are always fighting battle and always doing all this kind of stuff. And it's just sort of a recurring new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, eventually if these characters die... 
uh, you will get more because they'll just appear because that's how the Rangers thing worked. Yeah, apparently. apparently. Uh, I'm definitely interested in the, the lore behind this, the Rangers. Uh, I don't know anything about that, but it kind of piques my interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as soon as I figured out it was Brian Cranston, which I pretty figured out pretty quick because even through his makeup, you could tell mm-hmm. Brian Cranston has a very distinctive uh, face and voice and sort of yeah uh, manner mannerisms. Even yeah, though he was yeah. just crawling around through the vast majority of yeah. his opening sequence, yeah. Um, I was like, oh man, he's got to be he's going to be important because you, you're not going to cast an, an A list actor in a in a tiny little role. I'm like, yeah. no, he's going to do something. And then I was like, oh, he's Zordon. Oh, okay, that makes sense. He's Wall Guy. Yeah. Did, you did, I don't know if you knew this, uh, trivia time. Ooh, trivia. He did the voices of two villains back in the original show. Really? Mm-hmm. No, and, I did not know that. And the Blue Ranger, his name is Billy Cranston. Right. That's because. I remember of, Billy very well because Billy was my favorite. Yeah, because Cranston is from Brian Cranston. Because he had a lot to do with the original. Because he was working on the original. And he. Aww, so that's so nice. The fact that he came back for this is. That's cool. It's super cool uh, because people knew that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, how nice. Yeah, right? Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, that's neat. I like that. That makes me happy. Yep. Immediately as stuff, the action was kicking off and they were defeating Rita with the, the, the Meteor. Uh, I was instantly like, oh man, this would have been really cool in 3D because you could see that there was a lot of stuff flying at the screen. Like it really wants to be seen in 3D. Like uh-huh. that was the, the it, that was clearly coming up. Uh, and I really love, I think it's a beautiful movie. I think I really enjoyed looking at it. I think mm-hmm. it was just, it's just gorgeous to watch. Yeah. They, you can see where the money went. Like yeah. they didn't put it in their pockets. You know what I mean? They, they yeah. really put, a lot of people really, really worked really hard to make this this movie as awesome as they possibly could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a shame why it, why it failed, but I think I have a number of reasons why it probably did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I really liked the the look. I, I think technically it's a really beautiful film. Um, I really, really enjoyed that yeah. aspect. I think in terms of the way it looks, I think I only have one, like, uh, like kind of a, a failing in terms of the look, mm. uh, which I can probably get to later. You'll probably no, get, you to get to it. get to now. You may as well. Uh, the... Megazord. Yeah, the Megazord. I Did was, not look as cool as it could have. I was, once I knew the Zords were there, once Alpha 5, like, reveals that they are a thing, yeah. I was like, oh, Alpha Zord. Or yeah. Alpha Zord. <laughs> Megazord. I'm like, yeah. yes, it's coming. I'm like, it will happen by yeah. the end of the movie. Yeah. That is absolutely happening. And that was probably my favorite thing from the show as a kid. Yeah. When they all, like, combined together. Because you wanted to see in. them fight with that Megazord against whatever battle yeah. they were fighting, which was... And then and- I, was, I, I was... I was thrilled uh, with it at the end. But at the same time, I agree with you. It's not as cool as I thought it was. Yeah. It looked, it looked too... Was it thin? Too small? It just it didn't too- look... Compact. It was too like compact. Correct. Is a good compact. Is a good. You're yeah. right. It, like they took the the bodies, of course, of the, but they should have added some girth to it. Right. Like because, you know, even in the in the show, I thought that it should have been bigger. You know, it just should have yeah. felt bigger. It just seemed a little thin or compact, as you said. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't bulky. Bulky enough. Yeah. It wasn't bulky enough. It, so it didn't give the look of awe mm-hmm. that you know you wanted. It just looked like a transformer. Yeah, right. In the end. Yeah, you yeah. I mean? It kind of looked like an Optimus Prime yeah. in terms of its his build. Yeah. Uh, so that's that was kind of a bummer, but but you're right. The Zords, I think, uh, on their own looked pretty good. Yeah, on their own, I thought they looked great. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was pretty fun mm-hmm. uh, to watch those for sure. Yep. Uh, and then immediately after they blow up Rita, um, instantly uh, we get. Moved to uh, Angel the, Grove. The Angel Grove. Yep. Angel Grove, wherever. Uh, some some place where there's a gold mountain. So some place in the west. Yeah, maybe. I'm assuming assuming either Northern California. Yeah. Or, or Washington. I'm maybe? guessing because back in the show it kind of looked like a California type of they were, place. I mean, they were valley valley people. They were for valley, sure. kids valley kids for kids. sure. Yeah. yeah, you could definitely tell. Yeah. And I think that's true for this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely seemed like it. Uh, but yeah, you you we open on Jason uh, bringing in a cow. Yeah, for some reason, which is probably some sort of senior prank. I think it it was what it was supposed to be. I I think, and that's kind of a a trope, I guess. With jocks, they brought the like the mascot animal, mm. the real thing, into their like probably their opponents or their rivals locker room mm. or something like that because they were the bulls or something but so they brought him a cow uh, kind of as a prank yeah uh, where do you get a cow from i don't know 
How do you just, like, on a moment's notice get a cow? I don't know, but move on, please. Yeah, all right. Uh, so I was super excited about the, the jerking off a cow joke. That was hilarious. They um, really, yeah, they kind of like, oh, knocked they that just, one out. And they just went there. And instantly it was like, ooh, this is going to be the humor we're getting. I think, they, I think, though, that was the only time there was something weird like that. So Yeah, it, it, yeah, it actually doesn't fit, like, for the rest right. of the movie. Right. It they, doesn't even fit Jason's character for the rest no. of the movie. Well, it was his, it wasn't even him. It was his stupid friend that said the thing yeah he was still. the one correcting him yeah, but yeah no, you're right. still but no you're right i maybe i did misremember that yeah but still the, it just didn't fit yeah but i'm like okay let's get it out of the way um so yeah now they're doing the cow the cow thing and then they uh they get in this car and there's the probably one of the most unpleasant to watch uh car chases i've ever witnessed single camera single spinning camera, around in the back seat never ceasingly spinning just nauseating. I hated it. I was like, oh, God, I want this to end. I don't know what's happening. When you're in the car, clearly they want you to feel like you're in the car yeah. with him doing this experience. But when you're driving in a car, your head isn't constantly spinning. And right. you, you can actually stop and look at stuff. And you should be facing one way for the majority of time. Uh, like That's yeah. not how humans work. And so... Yeah. I get what they were trying to do. They were, they were very, like, creative. Uh, they really yeah. tried stuff, which uh, they took a lot of risks, which uh-huh. I think is, is probably a good thing. I, I don't – I will never diss someone for taking risks. It's just unfortunate that I think this time it didn't work. Yeah. I, it's like they went away from, like, the usual, like, shot selections when you come to a car chase. You know, right. like, you're, like, driving next to them right. on, with your jib or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they did it differently. Probably ended up being cheaper, I'm going to guess. You don't have to get that extra stuff. You have a Maybe. camera in the back seat if it even was a real camera or if it was just like a digital kind of like pan move or something know, like that. They say. might have something. They had to have a camera. But I just mean like is there a person actually manning that camera or if is it just like a robo, you know, in the back seat? I think it was probably around. just a robo because yeah. it seemed too too too, too smooth. tight. Too, too smooth. smooth and too tight. I'm sure they digitally yeah. like, you know, corrected it to make sure it was all even. Yeah. But still. But you're right. It is it is strange. Yeah, they sure. sort of went the Michael Bay route of many of the action scenes, which is really up close on the action. You don't actually know what's going on, but you're seeing things get punched and seeing other stuff happen, which we've talked about a few times on this on the show that I'm not 100% into because I can't understand. My brain doesn't understand what's happening, uh-huh. and it makes me a little nauseated, so I look away from the screen so I don't know what's going on. Sure. When things are a little panned away, like I can actually understand what's happening. I can see the action, mm-hmm. like Kingsman. Yeah. Um, but this this sort of, uh, with, like I said, the Michael Bay route of really quick cuts, a whole bunch of stuff, shaky cam, um, you know, and it was the same even for this. Yeah. This opening, you know, sequence where, uh, yeah. you know, he goes through and he eventually gets into the car accident that causes him to get arrested, which causes him to be put on house arrest and um, hurt his knee because he was a quarterback yeah. and he kind of blew out his knee and fucked up his. Ex- his ch- Hang on, let me say that again. Yeah, uh, and screwed up his future. Yeah, uh, and you know, lot loses his dad love or whatever. You know, because yeah, or at least his dad's respect. You know, like his yeah. dad stops respecting him. At it, it's it's funny, and it's kind of the. But you you did say coming of age story. It is definitely earlier. a coming of age, coming of age story because sure. you could sort of see that his dad wanted him to be the star quarterback and get the scholarships and go to college live, live for vicariously a football stuff. Exactly, because yeah. he's a he's a fisherman, right? Uh, and so I could see things. some of that vague, you know, living through him vicariously. Yeah, for sure. But then when he screws it up, you know, yeah. But Jason doesn't really seem to care. Yeah. So um, teenage. I you know. don't know if I can agree with that last statement that, that he, doesn't, he doesn't seem to care. He doesn't seem to, I'm sorry, care about not doing football anymore. No, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. So? There's, no? there's several times where he's looking and pining after football. Is he, though? I think so. I, I, that's what. That's the impression I, I got. I, I took it. If uh, he wasn't, then they. that's another misstep, because that's what it seemed like. Well, I took it, and I could see why you thought that, so that's fine. I just, I just brought it as this... Of him looking at everyone's perception of him, mm. um, and what is he now that he's not a football player? I mm. thought it was more of kind of a, you know, because everyone's about he's the big jock on campus, right? right. So yeah, yeah. 
And so, yeah. So my thought of it was more of him thinking inwardly about what people think of him, as opposed to him wishing he could still play football. Mm. I don't know, but it it might be. It's a little, hard to say. It, it could be open ended that way. Yeah. That's just the way I took it anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Could definitely be. Could be. Uh. So it sort of reminded me uh, that whole opening sequence of Jason doing all that. Uh, sort of reminded me of uh, of the opening of the new Star Trek, the reboot of Star Trek. Oh yeah, where Kirk is stealing oh, the car yeah. and running away. So it sort of has that same vibe, where you know this person's going to end up being the hero and the leader uh, and be really like good for the world and like save stuff. Uh, but he's he's got to he's got to work through some some stuff. Yeah, that teen angst that you were just talking about. Yeah, uh, he's got to work through that a little bit. Right. Uh, which they definitely they definitely all have the teen angst in this for sure. Uh-huh. With the exception of maybe Zach. Zach's the only one. I don't think they they delved into his uh, nearly as much as they could have. Yeah. Um. With the amount of time that they spend on these kids' personal lives. I would have liked a little bit more in Zach. Uh, and a little bit more on the Yellow Ranger, Trini. whose name I don't even know. Trini. Trini, yes. Although they uh, say Trini, but I know they say Trini, too, so. It, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, you're right. You're I would have liked a right. lot more backstory of those two. I yeah. feel like they ended up becoming secondary characters. That is one of, of my that is one of my biggest complaints in this movie, Yeah, is that they didn't, is for as much time as they spend on, and, and they're great. Don't get me wrong. Right. On, uh, on Jason and Kim and Billy, they barely touched on Zach and Trini, yeah. especially with the routes you could have gone. So I'm a little sad about that. Yeah, sure. there was so there was so many ways they could have written in all five characters to make them equally emotionally important. important. Yeah, and the only emotionally important people ended up being. Uh, at least for me, were those three? Was, yeah, it was Jason, first. Kimberly, and and Billy. Billy. Yeah. Um, although I love what they did do with those three. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, yeah, uh, I think they really touched on some very interesting, unique points that are a lot more closely related to things that people nowadays might be being related to. Yeah, things like being on the spectrum, which I love that they actually had him say that he is on the spectrum. Yeah. That he is a superhero. I love, uh, I love that joke that, and, and it, it worked out really well, right? Because he's like, is that a like, workout program or something? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. and then uh, he's like, I was kidding. And he's like, but I, that's the thing. That's I can't understand that. And I'm it. like, yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. That's just, exactly how it should have been played. I loved that, that he was just explaining to Jason. I'm like, no, no, I just didn't get it. Like, yeah, that's just right. how my brain works. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, and, but I love that he's still his own character. He's not, it's not made fun of. It's not, uh, it's not handled poorly. It's handled yeah. very well. I think so. Uh, that's one of the things that I really appreciated about this movie mm-hmm. was that, yeah. that in particular. Another another like stereotype that or stereotype that they avoided was Kimberly's role, which I if if I'm stepping over your notes, you know, feel free to let me know. We can but, them up a but, little bit. But uh, I liked that she wasn't perfect, right? Because mm-hmm. she's you know like it, she was a cheerleader in the original. She's like the cheerleader now. Yeah, she's except, clearly a cheerleader. Except you know she sort of gets ostracized from her group for something that she may or may not have done. But then no, she definitely did. Well, no, no. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm saying in the beginning of the movie, oh, you're not yeah, sure. Yeah. But then it really turns. Then you find out what, and she's like, you know, yeah. oh, that's kind of a mean thing you did, and uh, and so in the end, I, th- I felt like like Billy and Kimberly had a more of an emotional punch than Jason yeah. did, uh, and they wanted really badly for Jason to be the point of this movie, the whole the whole focal yeah. point, right? Right, because he's the leader and stuff. Yeah, so. and he his story didn't really make a ton of sense to me like yeah he's just some jock he's trying to do a prank but when he gets sent to um detention you would think those detention kids would have been like would have thought what he did was funny or or interesting or but instead they seem to be making fun of him i don't know i guess i'm making fun of children jason yeah they were all mooing when he came in oh because i don't know (laughs) because i i think they we're making fun of him because he's you're supposed to be like the leader of the school, you know, you're supposed to be the goody two shoes jock, you know, quarterback yeah. leader and Maybe oh you got in detention, you know, you're not so made... you're not better than any of us, so Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would have made a more interesting uh character development point if he were to admit I didn't want to be this ideal, you know, um uh, head of the school, you know, ideal, you know, class 
president or whatever the top. I don't actually uh-huh. king of the king of the court or whatever the heck. They're sure, called. whatever. Uh, he, he like he didn't want to be that. He wanted to prove to everyone that he, you know, that he's deeper than that. That he actually has some depth and some character. And I feel like that could have been a really good angle for them to have gone in, but mm-hmm. instead they chose to not say much about it at all. Right. So there was uh, there, one thing I noticed. There was a whole. They really had this interesting editing situation where they they had a whole lot of like loud moments followed immediately by a lot of quiet moments. And there was just this kind of constant up and down. And I think maybe that's why by, like, the end of the second act, I was starting to, like, lose interest is because it never changed that variant. It was always loud moment, quiet moment, loud moment, quiet moment. And it was definitely something I noticed that Mm. uh, I think uh, affected my interest levels because I knew, oh, it's a quiet moment. I'll wait until the loud moment comes again. Because... and. As you know me, uh, I have I have my own mental issues where sure. I just have no empathy for uh, for sadness sure. uh, in, in, in most uh, humans. Yeah, um, and so seeing those moments isn't doesn't do anything for me. So right. it's entirely possible that it's my own thing that I just just because I'm not <laughs> I'm not that kind of person uh, that made me less interested in the in the in those quiet moments. Editing was a thing. Like you just were saying that, like I had some challenges with it as well, uh, in terms of the pacing, as right. we've always chalked up to editing. Mm-hmm. Um, it took so long for this movie to get going. It was an hour and a half before they morphed the first time. You're right, exactly. An hour and a half, Mike. But it, it is not morphing time. And here's the it thing: it is morph waiting time. So, <laughs> and see, the the funny thing is, and I'm like, I'm. Uh, I didn't like it, but I'm also understand it. Is that because in the TV, it's kind of like the TV show. Is that you have this like, you know, what teen issue are you having in the show to start your show? Then you kind of show the villain. Then you have a fight as yourselves, the smaller self. Then you get in the Zords. Then you get in the Megazord. Then the, the show ends. Yeah. It kind of moved like the show. That's except, interesting. Right? But. Yeah. But then it's a two-hour-long movie, so... And then they took the, the... They extended the wrong acts. They extended the wrong stuff. Yeah. My problem is the second act was really long. Uh-huh. And it just... They talked about their lives so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's great. But tell me more about the bad guy. Tell me more about why they're doing what they're doing. I don't understand. Yeah. Their, their why, why they feel... Why, yeah. It... You're right. Go ahead. Their whole coming of age stuff really like was overplayed, and they just really took mm-hmm. so much time talking about their personal lives uh-huh. that they didn't spend one eighth the amount of time they should have talking about Rita, talking about what exactly it means to them to be superheroes. There you go. Any of that was, that's what I was going to say. Is that like? And I appreciated all these coming of age moments. Yeah, and like, absolutely. And and especially for kids, you know. Who might be dealing with some of that stuff? Maybe, possibly. Sure. You, you know, because yeah, I can see that. I think there was a lot yeah. of relatable stuff, but yeah, every character was relatable in their own way, which I appreciated. But th- they needed to further explain why they want to be Power Rangers. Yeah. You know, it, not that they were just chosen. Like that's not enough. Yeah. Like, like the Yellow Ranger, we, she still should have just left. She clearly <laughs> had no interest. Tiara, T- T- what is her name? Trini. Trini. I was way off. It started with a T. I knew that. <laughs> Trini should have just just up and left. I don't think she would have had any interest in it. Right. They needed to give them reasons to stay and actually want to do it other than like, yeah. uh, well, we were chosen and, oh, you guys are doing it. <sighs> okay. I guess I will too. But it's like, they it, it, more. Yeah. Just give me more of that. The right? only two I think they did do that well with was probably Jason and Kimberly where, okay, they're both trying to move past these big mistakes they've made in their past and they want to better themselves and they want to prove to not only themselves but to the world that they are better people uh-huh. uh, even though they can't talk about it or tell anyone ever that which, they're power rangers right? which is kind of a random rule like why yeah. why not Come on, Zordon. What's the matter? Yeah, Let me you're take off a, my mask. Let you're me just be in a Iron wall. Man. You're just in a wall. Yeah, you're in a wall. What do you know? Yeah, what are you going to do? You're in you one of those. You know what that wall reminded me of? It reminded me of one of those old toys, that, like that, the thing where it's all oh. the needles, and you would like push against it, and you can make a shape of your hand yeah. or your face or something. Yeah, that is kind of what it looked like. I had one of those for ages. I yeah. want one again now. I got to go to Spencer's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll have um, it. Yeah, they'll definitely have it. Uh, and so... Uh, I was pretty excited. Uh, I think I still think that Billy, though, was still my favorite in this. 
Uh, he's just so genuine. The, the actor playing him, whose name is, I'm afraid I don't know. Uh, RJ, I don't know if it's Kyler or Siler. It's C-Y-L-E-R. Sure. I want to give a hard C, though. Okay. I want to yeah. say Kyler, but Let's do it. Let's just... Let's make that plunge, man. Sure, there we go. Uh, RC, RC, RJ. RJ uh, Kyler yeah. uh, did a phenomenal job. I think he was probably the only one of the kids that I actually, whose acting I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimberly had some good moments. Jason, I think, had a couple good moments. But the other two just felt flat and, like, un- I think interesting. I, I think it's more of a problem with the screenwriting and not giving them and enough I, to do. You know what? I agree with you on that. Yeah. I, I do agree with you on that. I think we could have had more moments from all of those actors, but... Yeah, Trini had one moment where she kind of talked about herself around the campfire that they had. Yeah. That was kind of her one emotional moment. Yeah, uh, and but it wasn't still great. wasn't en- but see it wasn't enough because you didn't get it to know enough. her enough. It wasn't enough. Cuz you didn't get to know her enough. That was the scene that they needed to not screw up. That was the scene that they needed to write so that us as an audience can understand and connect with these characters. That was the moment. Mm-hmm. And I I think they failed. I I don't think I think you're absolutely right. They didn't give them enough to chat about to talk yeah, about right the fact that kimberly wasn't prepared to talk about her stuff not oh well i understand from a character perspective why she didn't do it but from a screenwriting perspective we as an audience needed to understand it by that point yeah of what's going on in her head and the, but then they extended it even further i think after that moment that was the moment they could have made it to okay let's morph now yeah but instead we had to wait even longer for them yeah. to morph. I'm like, come on. I thought we did this. I thought this that was the whole point of the campfire scene. Uh, you know, not after Rita, for some reason, goes after the Yellow Ranger and then for some reason doesn't kill her. Um, uh, I don't know. There was... I think she went after trini because she was the outsider like rita was she that's what she said that mm. oh you're okay. like me so i can use you how did she know that how did rita know she's that? supernatural what does that even Duh. mean mike like she can <laughs> i accept- she's connected to the stones right so she probably can read them that way is okay. what i'm guessing okay. i don't know but of course it wasn't explained right there's a lot that wasn't explained but and that's exactly it and they talk so much about their personal lives that uh i, I just couldn't get into what was going on with the main plot storyline of right. what Rita was doing of the villain. Yeah. And as a super villain enthusiast, uh, I, I feel like they really dropped the ball with Rita. I was really disappointed, not only in the writing of Rita, but her, her, her look was actually pretty good. Actually, the one, the only thing I really liked about her was her look, uh, and how, <laughs> and you may disagree with me here, but how terrible Elizabeth Banks was in portraying Rita. Really? I thought she was horrible. Every time she was on screen, I'm like, you're, no, you don't, you don't scare me. You don't, you're not convincing me of what you're saying is what you actually uh. believe. Uh, and I think Elizabeth Banks may have been uh, miscast, uh, in my opinion. I thought she was fine. Because okay. I thought, I thought her over the topness really spoke to the, the cartoon but you're, she was very or not, not cartoon but uh but well, the show she was very cartoony they're cartoony yeah, yeah, yeah. but um and I agree. I agree. but you're right is that it didn't fit with everything else yeah right because if you're going for a more serious uh character driven yeah with deeper backgrounds which you didn't really get with that everything in the show was so stereotypical, right? Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. So everything was. They wanted to move away from that. Everything was Times so face changed. value, right? Yeah. So uh, and Rita kind of stuck to that. Yeah. But not everyone else did, so it doesn't work. I was okay with it though, uh, just because I like Elizabeth Banks, and I think she's. I like Elizabeth Banks. I, too. I, I think she does a good job. Like I almost think she's every, just better at, at being a uh, comedic actress mm-hmm. rather than portraying a villain. Mm. Uh, I'm unconvinced of her ability to play a villain, but I think I, she's a very good actress when when it comes to other other stuff. I understand that. You know what I mean. I, I won't chalk it up. I wouldn't chalk it up for me personally to the acting as much as again the screenplay. Um, I I let me break it down into a percentage. If I had to break it down into, into sure. a percentage, uh, I would probably do sixty to seventy percent screenplay issues, and then you know thirty to forty percent acting issues sure uh and I, that combined made made me go eh. <laughs> okay fair enough you know what i mean yeah uh, no, I so I, i'm not i'm definitely not gonna put the whole blame onto elizabeth banks by any stretch of the imagination mm-hmm. uh but i i felt like they really could have done so much more with her character and her explaining her motivations uh-huh. um 
Can we talk about her motivations and, and character for a moment? What motivations? Exactly. Yeah. Ex- thank you. You hit the yeah. nail on the I, head. I knew you were going with what that. What is she cause... doing? What is happening? Why is this a thing? I just think, I just really think that they were lazy and they went with the route of, uh, well, she's a villain, so a it's going to be gotta do... take over the world or destroy the world. Yeah. So it's one of those two, right? So I was actually really into the whole idea there's these these pieces of gem that are are the thing that give life to a planet, uh-huh. uh, and that's what she's collecting. I mean, I got that. I figured that part out. What she's gonna do with them, or what happens if she has them, I, I had no idea. I don't know what any of it means. Um, but she, uh, you know, so I could kind of follow along with that. There was something else that that made no sense about Rita. Um. I wrote somewhere. Oh my god! I took so many, so many notes. Okay, okay. Her as a character doesn't make any sense. Like how she reacts to stuff made no sense to me. She wasn't. She was originally the Green Ranger from Zordon's group, uh, is my understanding. Who turned, betrayed Zordon's group, and has gone rogue as the Green Ranger. Yes, evil Green Ranger. Yes, you're and, doing good so far. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Uh, here's my problem. This is where everything kind of falls apart. Why doesn't she have more reverence and, and understanding of the Rangers when they finally morph for the first time? When they finally morph, they should appear more formidable to her. She should take this more seriously at that point. She's like, oh, no, they're a little bit more formidable. You know, they're, oh, God, this this is actually, like, going to be more of a fight now. Instead, she talks about she's just sort of old-timey bad guy where she's like, oh, they want to play. Let's give them something to play with, you know? Yeah. Which I get was kind of her character, but I I feel like had they added that, it would have added more depth to her. It would have made her seem a little bit more uh, natural and a little bit more real. I I, I want my bad guys to seem real. Yeah. You know know me. I'm all about the psychology of stuff. I think you're expecting a little bit too much from this movie, unfortunately. And you're right. Uh, But because... It's who I am. Like I just just said, uh, they kept her too cartoony when it wanted the rest of it to be serious. Can I also point out that why is she so she's overly confident. That's that's the word I'm going for. She's overly confident when she knows what the Rangers are capable of and once before she had her butt kicked by the Rangers at some point 65 million years ago and then she got buried and somehow magically dug up the same day that they found the things which I'm not even gonna that's another thing I have an issue with. Let's not get into it. There's so many things long. to get into. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, Rita, I think her psychological motivations needed to be stronger for me personally to enjoy it more. Understood. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, that's enough of all of that nonsense. Uh, there's one other thing. I, I One other big topic I kind of wanted to, to chat about, uh, which is the the connection of the, the coins, the gem coins. I don't know what they're called. They're coins. They're just called... They keep calling them coins. Yeah. That's fine. The connection of the coins to the Rangers or the situations or anything at all. I think had they actually set the... Again, screenplay issue. Had they actually written it to show that the coins are like actually call... Like really did like call to them. It sort of was inferred that's what's happening, but it wasn't really kind of a little bit more shown uh, that they were called to the Rangers or that the coins called them to that big crevice. How were they supposed to know that that thing was down there? How was the how were the gems going to get them down into the ship? Clearly the gems have sort of a, a, a Sauron's ring type thing where yeah, they're trying to get back there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I think that could have been explained a little bit better. Yeah. Like if they if that had happened where you know it's the gem or I keep calling them gems. If you know it's the coins bringing them to the ship or uh, it was the gems that uh, being discovered is the thing that caused Rita's body to connect because her green gem was also trying to reconnect with the rest of them, mm-hmm. which I again I think is probably what happened, but they yeah. didn't explain that at all, right? Uh, and again, I, it's another loose thread that they really could have easily tied up in just a few lines of dialogue, yeah. Uh, but you know, but they didn't, they chose not to, they, they preferred to go with these. These campy jokes that I know it's a kid's movie. I get it. But at the same time, I was like, meh. Yeah. They, Again, I, they, I chalked that up to screen right it's now. It's like they almost expected the, pe- the the viewer to already know, like, oh, that's probably why. But they should explain it to people who aren't thinking of that. 
right? right. You understand? Yeah, that makes <laughs> Absolutely. sense, right? So yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Like now that I'm talking it out, it all makes sense. Yeah, but I think it was it all made sense in the writers' heads. Yeah, and not on the screen. Yeah. It didn't translate well. Well, enough. yes, that's a good way to put it. It didn't translate well. You didn't just, you had to think about your casual viewers who maybe not know anything about Power Rangers. Which is essentially me because yeah. even, like, I've forgotten everything. Yeah. Except that they made bad guys out of clay and then I liked it. Yeah. And that uh, Megazord, Zorb, Zord was really sweet. Yeah. Uh, that's about all I had. Yeah, right, <laughs> that's exactly. That's all I can remember from the show. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So. Uh, other than that, though, uh, on the positive a- aspect, once again, I just want to say that the the visuals were absolutely gorgeous. The special effects were really nice, really, really pleasant to watch. Uh, and, and that was one of the things that, that kept me going. Uh, and also their music choices. They had a lot of music, a lot of different music. But I, the choices they made, I really liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed. Yeah, some popular music in there, some uh, original stuff, of course. So, yeah. yeah. One other thing that made me really happy was that uh, the 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 thing that causes all life to be on this planet is hidden in a Krispy Kreme. See, and I think that is hilarious. I thought it was hilarious <laughs> too. It was really really fun. And that's why I stopped watching one of the YouTube channels that I watched. Which because, one? Um, I mean, you can cut it if you don't want to call it out, but I'm curious. It, oh, I don't care. Oh, I don't okay. care. It, it was uh, Cinema Sins. Everything, uh, the everything wrong with series I has become you, absolutely stupid. I can tell you why I stopped watching Cinema Sins. Yes, uh, because while during his like Harry Potter stuff, he it made, I stopped watching Cinema Sins probably a year and a half ago. At yeah, least. same. Yeah, because it's like his he prefers his jokes. Yeah. over an actual analytical aspect like di- of a thing. Like what dissection. What he used to do. He, he used, used to, to, it was so good what he used to he do. He used to dissect it and it made sense and it was like, oh, that's actually really interesting. And he preferred jokes that actually didn't work because the jokes are explained now, in the in the movie. Exactly. Now, how often did they actually say anything about Krispy Kreme? Like, what, three times? Four? May, and that. then one time. And then the one joke of her actually eating the donut. And he, and he thought it was like the most pandering product placement ever i'm like are you like seriously I mean, if, if it was product placement i love that they owned it i love that they went with it i thought yeah. it was funny i thought it worked I thought as it was a, fine. a conical joke and they it's brought for it, kids yeah and he brought it into it and he made it sound like it's this huge deal i'm like are, yeah. are you kidding me no like, you're stupid relax, i don't man. yeah i don't i don't yeah, find I, him interested at all anymore lost lost my yeah appreciation yeah, me too. yeah me too me too me too so yeah i'm i you know, good luck to him. I hope he enjoys what he's doing. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. His his channel could go under. I don't really care. Uh, yeah, I don't care either. Because um, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah, exactly. That's just me. I won't know. We'll it. leave that to people who enjoy that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. Are you in church? Uh-huh. Uh, shall we uh, shall we move into scores? Yeah, I feel like uh, we said a lot of good things. Yeah, I think we really jumped around this time. And ter- I'm kind of okay yeah. with that. Uh, I think we covered everything as yeah. far as I can think of, and if not, we'll get to it in a second here. Yeah. So uh, let's start with the. I, let's, honestly, I want to get this out of the way right now. Okay, it's a screenplay. It. It's a screenplay. Yeah, that's clearly the one we want to chat about most. We already talked about it extensively. Yeah. yeah. So in the end, gosh, I want to give it a. 72. Ooh. That's high for me. <laughs> no, see, I was thinking, but I'm like, but I did, but I still enjoyed a lot of the 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 more uh, uh, introspective moments. Yeah. Uh, in terms of their character development, which okay. I thought was, this movie works really well as like a coming of age story and less so about a superhero movie. Right. It, it really feels, and so you kind of have this disconnect and, but I did enjoy those moments though. Yeah. Even if, even if some of it suffered because of it right there was some stuff that i actually really did enjoy about the like i said the normalization of of using a a, you know a spectrum uh superhero i I think that's really good we need to see more of that kind of stuff in our world in order to like connect with these these people uh on a much more human level which we currently don't have as much and so it's nice to see stuff like that it's nice to see the inclusion yeah i want to point out that the uh Still no room for a plus size superhero. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll wait. We'll just hold off on that. That's cool. They can all be pretty. That will it's actually right. that will be great. I can't wait. I want that to happen. Now. Yeah, and now not not that. like a satire or a jokey one. No, like like like, like, uh, like in Super uh, James Gunn's uh, movie superhero movie. Oh yeah, right. Um, but like an actual superhero movie 
with a plus size person doing the the action and being the hero. That'll be great. I want to see that. I want that. to see that now too. Um let's write it. Let's do that. Right? Let, right, you heard it here on Cinemia. No. Cinemia files. Yeah. We're making that happen. No, we're not. No, you're right. <laughs> um <laughs> So But they had an LGBT superhero as well in this one. So that's pretty but cool. They did? Yeah, Trinity, they made it pretty clear that she was uh Is she? If they the, made it clear, it was that, one of those that was lost on it was me. one of those low moments that you probably yeah. were not watching, was but like, they brought it up that she Emotions. she doesn't she is in a family that doesn't understand her, mm. you right. know, a, a mom that wants her to talk too much, and uh, and yeah. you know, family that wants me to talk more, you know, right. whatever like that. But you know, he brings you know Zach brings up he's like yeah boyfriend troubles, and she kind of like doesn't oh yeah girlfriend troubles girlfriend oh, troubles yeah, I remember that like and so and she kind of makes no it's like oh you're somewhere. In there, which is which is cool, and a lot of uh, so that, yeah, she didn't deny it. That's no, true. a lot of LGBT groups actually came out and said they liked that. So oh, I, I mildly noticed it. I'm yeah. bisexual, and I didn't even really like, think of it. <laughs> yeah, um, you weren't paying attention enough. I, that was like oh god, emotions. Uh, see, uh-huh. I got other issues. Uh, <laughs> so I, for me personally, I'm going to give the script probably. I don't know. I guess we're talking it up a little bit more now that I'm kind of seeing some positives of it. Uh, probably a 68. 68. Okay. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> yes, it's perfectly understandable. I'm just, I'm just killing time while you write stuff. I'm, uh, I'm name that mu- name that musical, everybody. What one did I just take that from? Spoiler. Uh, that was um, Chicago. Yes, it was. I don't remember the name of the song, but it was Richard Gere in the movie anyway. Uh, that was they both reached for the gun. You're right. Thank that's you. My, that's one of my favorite. That is my favorite song too. It is a great song. I used to listen to the soundtrack all the time. Actually, my dog is, is named after uh, Roxy. What's your dog's name? Roxy. Oh no way. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. We we she looks like a fox, so we called her Foxy. But then it was like, uh, we, didn't, we, we weren't really feeling it. I'm like, wait, what about Roxy? Because I was just listening to the soundtrack, and I'm like, oh, what about Roxy? She won't know the difference. Like, <laughs> so her name is Roxy. That's cute. Yeah, I love it. Um. Anyway, uh, so our cinema score for the script is about a 70, okay. uh, which is actually a little bit higher than I was expecting, but yeah. understandable. Uh, can we talk about something else that was driving me crazy the sure. whole time? The yeah. editing and the cinematography? Yeah. Editing was kind of a... Editing's pretty low for me. Yeah. I'm going to actually give it like maybe a 45. Like yeah. I'm really angry at. There's so much they could have done that made this movie great, and they chose not to do it. Yeah, I was going to give it like a 58. Okay. So. Fair enough. And the cinematography... I'm going to give it a little bit of a higher score just because they did take risks and they were trying stuff, Yeah, uh, which I admire. I think that's a good thing. And uh, an, I'll give it a positive that for the fight scenes, mm-hmm. they did – They there wasn't a lot of like really up and close, especially in the daytime Yeah, when they were fighting the putties when they finally morphed. Right. It was nice and zoomed out. It looked like the show in terms of like they're, they're doing like really acrobatic moves and stuff like that. It's just like yeah. it's so over the top and fun and I yeah, really dug yeah. it. Uh, so yeah, the cinematography not as bad as the editing for sure. No, I agree. Uh, I'd give it like a, a seven, a 80, 81. Oh wow, okay. I'm still gonna give the cinematography uh, probably a sixty-five. Ooh, yes, because there was still some like that spinning in the car. Yeah, and I don't like the close-up stuff. That's that, not something I. That can didn't kill me as much as for you, but that's okay. Fair enough. Yeah, we're two different people. Yeah. So uh, that's a 73 for cinematography and a 51 uh, for editing. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Uh, so music. Uh, how much of the music did you notice? Uh, I I mean, I'm a big fan of Fits in the Tantrums, so I liked the inclusion of hand clap during yeah. the uh, train montage. Song. I like that. Yeah. I liked uh, the social D version of uh, uh, Ring of Fire when, uh, when, when Rita goes to that homeless dude and s- steals his gold tooth. Yeah. Is that what I was She's taking all the gold. She's yeah. just finding all the gold. gold and eating can, it yeah. sometimes, but other times not. Yeah. Interesting meal choices. Yes. Uh, obviously, her dietitian is Very different. strange, yes. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> um, the, the other songs are just fine. Yeah, they uh, worked. They worked. There was uh, the, the chase scene. I think I liked the song. I don't remember what the song was anymore. The car chase that you didn't like. Uh, oh, yeah, I was too busy not like. But I think, but attention. I liked, but I was okay with the song choice. I just can't remember what it was. Oh, it was, uh, oh, it was, uh, Twenty One Pilots. Oh, it was, uh, 
I think it was Heavy Dirty Soul, but I can't remember now. Was it? I think oh, so. it might have been. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, it was Heavy Dirty Soul. Oh, neat. Uh, good song. I love that song. <laughs> right uh, so what would you give that? Uh, I'm actually going to give that, I think, good music uh, an 89. Nice. Okay. Because it, even if like, I either didn't notice it, so it didn't take away from anything, or it was good. So I'm going to go a little bit higher than average. I like it. Probably gonna go with an eighty, um, just because it, it jumped around the music a bit too much for me. But it, still, I enjoyed it. Fair enjoyed enough. Myself. Fair enough. Uh, the thing I think I liked the most uh, was probably the art direction in this movie. I thought, like I said, the cin- the the um, special effects were absolutely gorgeous. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I thought the the look of the movie was really nice, was really pleasant, was really enjoyable, and I think they did a really good job with like a lot of the makeup and stuff like that yeah. too. Uh, so I'm probably going to give that probably a 90. Yeah, 90? Yeah. Uh, I'll agree with that. Yeah, 90. Right. I'll give it that. Uh, so what about the uh, the primary actors? Who do we have for primary? Uh, I think Dacker Montgomery, which is Jason. Mm-hmm. Naomi Scott is Kimberly, and RJ Siler, or Kyler yeah. is Billy. I don't know, because they didn't give Zach or Trini enough to do. I agree. And I don't know if you could put... Elizabeth Banks in there either. They also didn't give her enough to do. Or Zordon. They didn't give him enough to do. Yeah, so just those three. I agree. I have to completely agree with you on that. Um, For them, they were were good, not great. They were good. I'd say probably an 85. I think RJ Kyler was definitely the breakout, though. Yeah. I I think he was probably the best one. Yeah. Um, You said 85? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I would do, too, really. Because they're... Passable or yeah, it was, it, they passed. Yeah, uh, for secondary though, we can probably do the other two Rangers. Ludi Lynn played Zach, and okay. Becky G played Trini. Okay, it's Becky Gomez. She's a pop star, so Becky G is her stage name. That's I why see. it goes that way. Oh, in case right. anyone's wondering, like, why is that name? Like, I, it's because it's her stage name. I'm old enough not to know that. Uh, I so only knew that because I looked it up. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, people. Yeah, right. Uh, that's Trini Elizabeth Banks, of course. Brian Cranston, right. You could probably. Uh, I'm going to say Bill Hader. I'm Bill sure Hader is Elf Five. Yeah. There. Well, why not? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it was him right away. At first, I thought maybe it was Patton Oswalt, but then I was like, no, no, that's not him. <laughs> uh, eventually, I figured it out. But fair enough. I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, Brian Cranston uh, and uh, Bill Hader uh, brought this movie up a lot. Uh-huh. Uh The two other Rangers mm, evened it out a little bit. Elizabeth Banks, as you know already, for you, down, for you. drew it down quite a lot. Okay. Uh, so I'm probably going to go with like a like a 60. 60? Okay. Yeah. Um, I wasn't as into Zach for a lot of the acting. Yeah, his, no, I agree. His, I agree. Acting, his acting was, was the least good of the range. His, his like random shouting all the time was really grating to me. Yeah. So I didn't really like that. I His emotional moment was good when he's talking about his mom. So yeah. he had some range except that. His high end was just like, yeah, ugh, kind of cringy. Uh, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, I liked Becky G's, but I liked so it's going to even out for me because I liked Becky G probably a little bit more. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I I kind of like the yeah. the uh, the moody kind of like uh, yeah, outcast, withdrawn, withdrawn yeah. kind of. Wolf, I thought she I thought she did that well. I don't know. That's just me personally. Okay. Um, uh, and yeah, but I, I kind of agree on everything else except for Elizabeth Banks, so I'm going to go higher. <laughs> okay, that's Because I was okay with her with sure. her acting as, sure. unlike you, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but So I'll probably end up going like a 78 okay, altogether. Okay, that's fine. Uh, while we were talking about inclusion, can I just bring up uh, Zach and how he's clearly meant to be the one with, the, with a mental illness? Um, like, that's why he keeps talking about how he's crazy and stuff. But they never they never say it, and they don't really portray it very well, so... Is he supposed to have something? I think so. That was the impression that I got. Oh, I didn't get that impression. And, but. and like, especially with like, there's a lot of pills that he's feeding his mom. Obviously, that's for his mother. But I, you know, I, I don't know. It just felt like that probably should. Like, there's been the something case. more because otherwise, yeah. What he's else? He's just very eccentric and not, yeah, a real person. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and so because of that, I was like, eh, I could have used a little bit more there. So that's probably yeah. screenwriting again. Yeah, still. yeah, for sure. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, as for the uh, the poster, what do you think of the poster? Uh, I liked it. it. I, I, yeah, I'll give I, it. It was a, exciting and fun. Give it a ninety. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it an eighty-five. So that leaves it up to the one whose uh, fault it all is—the director. Yes. Uh, what's his name? 
Dean Israelite. Dean Israelite. I was going to pretend like I knew that, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, you know what? I wrote it down. It's literally right here. Um, good job, me. So uh, that brings it down to Dean Israelite. Uh, what do you think, Mike? Pass fail. Uh, who wrote it? John Gettens and uh, Matt Sazama. So not the same person. Okay. John Gettens did the screenplay. Matt Sazama did the uh, story. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. Because there is a lot of up and down in this movie. I'm trying to think if there's, for me personally, I think it's there's there's more up personally because I'll watch this again and again. Um, I probably won't. But <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, but the, you know, we point out so many screenplay issues and that's kind of has some editing issues. It. Yeah. So I think in the end, I'm going to give him a 70. Okay. That's kind of on par, I think, with the rest of my scores anyway. So I think so, yeah. You were a little higher for most stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed this more probably than you did. Yeah, I think so. But I'll ask you that that's question okay. next. What are you going to give him? Uh, I think in the end, um, he made more mistakes than he made uh, uh, positives. Uh, so I think in the end, I'm probably going to give him more like a 60. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So you said you probably wouldn't watch it again, but what did you think? I mean, did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? What What did you think? Um, Just I think a, a, on the whole. I'm going to break it down into acts because that's the way I was thinking uh-huh. about it. First act, uh, it was okay. It was okay. It, it, it was kind of a little like, all right, we're setting it up. That's fine. I'll wait until the setup is ready and then we can move on to the fun stuff. Uh, and then it just felt like that never stopped. Yeah. Uh, and then the second act was boring. Uh-huh. I was I was bored through the majority of it. Uh-huh. Uh, mainly because, like I said, I, I'm not good with the emotional parts, and there was sure. more than a couple of those. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, I was too busy going, well, what the hell is going on? Why is this even, why is any of this happening? Um, to really kind of get into it. So for the most part, I wasn't so into the second act. Uh, and then the third act was fun uh, um, and and kind of exciting, and it had all the action that I was expecting. Uh, I just wish they had brought all that action and stuff more into the second act mm-hmm. uh, than they really end up doing. Yeah. Um, the pacing so, definitely suffered. Yeah, I agree. It was yeah. like two thirds really, really kind of boring. And then one third like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You say boring. I thought interesting, but yeah. that's just me personally. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah. We're, uh, we're allowed to have different. So, opinions. yeah. but So I would definitely watch it again. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, well, I don't agree. Yeah, Actually, right. I'm, yeah. Not gonna, I'm probably but, not going to watch it again. Uh, so my uh, my personal score ended up being a 70.8, which is wildly higher than I was expecting it, it to higher. be. I'm not going to lie. It is higher, yeah. Uh, however, yours was, of course, higher than that. Uh, yours was a 78.3. Okay. Uh, and uh, that brings our, our uh, average all the way to uh, 74.55. Okay. Well, Good job, us. Nice. Good job, us. The Rotten Tomato score is 44%. Yeah, I'm amazed how much higher we are. Yeah. Literally because of quite, my scores. Quite bit. Oh, well, I evened it out. So yeah, that's true. With you my know. positivity. So and that's okay. Yeah. I like that you're positive, Mike. Thanks. Like I said, that's one of the things I like about you. Thank you. You're welcome. So that was uh, that was Power Rangers. Yes, it you know? was. Uh, you know, if you didn't watch it, we kind of said everything about it. So maybe you should have watched it first before listening to us just yeah. saying. Uh, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> uh and uh, so, did you want to give uh, the Cinemia files? Yes, um, with Hallmark. the uh, the new um, movie uh, coming out, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, we realized that Mike has never seen the original Blade Runner. I haven't. No, based on one of my favorite Philip K. Philip K. Dick um, short stories. Well, oh. not novelettes. Maybe it's pretty short. Oh, okay. Uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Is the name of the, the book. Oh, I've heard of that. That's the book version of Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh, uh, and Phil K. That. Dick being one of my favorite authors. I absolutely love his stuff. He's really weird and really strange, and it's really interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the movie, of course, is awesome and uh, worthy of the cult status that it has. Uh, so it's pretty exciting. I, I look forward to finding out what you think of it. I, I actually, I kind of want to. Uh, I gotta rent it or find it, um, and then watch it with uh, my fiance's dad. It's one of his favorite movies, so oh, really? okay. I, I kind of want to watch it with him and sure. see what he says during it, and sort of bring that into my uh, my perspective. Uh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see if I can make it work because who, who has time for anything fun other than like watching the? I full disclosure, I usually like end up watching the movies for Cinemia at like one a.m. or like midnight. <laughs> 
like the weekend before we record. Full so. disclosure, I watched half this movie last night and then the other half this morning. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Who has time for Who like time? all this stuff anymore? No Jeez. one has time. But yeah, yeah. so uh, that's the Blade Runner. It's a Blade Runner. Yay. 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 Uh, so, Another fun movie. Yep. And that will be a fun one. So, yeah, I think so. Check out the rest of our fun and sometimes not so fun movies, uh, reviews, <laughs> podcasts at cinemiapodcast.com. Check out uh, us on Apple Podcasts. Search Cinemia. We're also on SoundCloud now, as we said Ooh. earlier. Um, and uh, at SoundCloud, uh, what's, do we have a set it's of? It's soundcloud.com slash Cinemia. Podcast. That's what I thought. Okay, uh, new one. Sorry, guys. Uh, and then, uh, and then on our Facebook at Somnemia. So yeah, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We want to hear you guys. All we want to see face. you in all the places too. Yeah, so come, come join us. Like Tell us, us on what fa- you think. Like us on Facebook. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, that's YouTube. <laughs> that is YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but definitely uh, rate review us on uh, on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Now we want to know what what you guys think. Yeah. And another another little shameless plug. Check out. The Bros Debate. Ah, uh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, JS's other podcast. Yeah, with just Justin, launched with Justin DeLisi, his yep. brother, and yep, yep. Uh, super fun, super rad. Yeah, we, we de- listening. We debate various nerdy stuff. The first one was uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The most recent one we just put out was uh, the best superhero movie. Yeah, uh, I, I'm excited to go home and watch that. Uh, listen to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, check it out. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Yes, thank you for the plug, Mike. No problem. I'll be sure to plug Cinemia in the next one. Yay! Yay! And uh, so that will do it for this episode of Cinemia, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. You had this like look of like, are we done? No, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm off in my own little world right now. Uh, I am Michael Knight. I am J.S. Delisi. You all have a great Power Ranger morphin' day. <laughs>